0: last night. A vision. I saw a world full of people.
1: Everybody was dancing and screaming loud. They were just there to listen to the music. It was deep. It was underground. Let's turn the world into a dance floor. Are you guys ready for a state of trust? <laughs> This is a State of (laughs) Trance podcast. Hey, what's up? My name is Ruben de with another podcast. And you just heard him singing along with the intro already. Trying to sing. Ben Gold, how are you doing? I'm good, mate. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Um, We had a a long talk already a few weeks ago. And then in the podcast, you actually announced your album, which is out this week. Congratulations, of course. Thank you very much. Rest of Our Lives is the title. Yeah. What can you tell about... um, Let's start off with everything with just the title. How did you come up with the title? Because it's a uh, you know, that's the that's the big thing of an album, the title. Yeah.
0: Um, Rest of Our Lives is My Story. Um
1: and I released I've... an album called My Story, by the way. <laughs> Oh, that's where I got the idea from. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> Write it down, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah. No, continue, sorry.
0: Yeah, no, and um yeah, my story narrated by me in by by lyric and composition, really. Mm-hmm. Um uh, yeah, 2020 was 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 tough for everyone. And I found myself in a pretty dark place by the end of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and to help me get through it, I was reminiscing about just the good old times, um, where and when my musical journey began. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to write an album that was a real true reflection of me, um, where I've come from, um, where I am right now, and uh, kind of where I'm going, I guess. hmm um, and as the world started to open up, life presented new challenges, and the album evolved with it. But um, I think it kept its melodic, euphoric, uplifting identity, and I hope that anyone who listens to this album will feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's um, that's it, really. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's it. So
1: there's <laughs> a, so when you look at the, the album title, how I see it, it's before and now after. This is the rest of your life basically. So this is the start of something new. Am I right here? Um, I didn't really think about it kind of
0: like that. I guess, but if that makes sense, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it felt uh, it felt natural writing this album. Yeah, um, I think having some time off and you know, largely twenty twenty was corrupt for everyone.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was, so, and
0: yeah. um, everyone had to kind of adjust and. Yeah, I I had my own sort of demons to battle, and and was largely unproductive in 2020. Um, yeah, okay. But then, because you
1: didn't have, because I had the same thing, and a yeah. lot of artists had the same thing. Because you didn't, um, you didn't have any input, so it was impossible to create some outputs.
0: Nail on the head. Like yeah. the, my music was always dance dance floor driven, and I would get my inspiration from touring and um, and yeah, playing performing live. And when you don't have that. Um, where do you find your inspiration from? Um, And it took me a while to find that inspiration. Mm -hmm. Um, So that most of 2020 was just, I got a bit overweight. (laughs) Um, I drank some beers and um, didn't really do much. And kind of, it was a write-off year, to be honest. I mean, there were some great parts of 2020. I wrote Same Sky, Same Stars and Rest of Our Lives the week before lockdown. So imagine like writing these records and I kind of felt that they had something special about them mm-hmm. and i was so excited to to produce them and then the world closes and then go and perform and yeah play them out live and then all of a sudden it's yeah now now it's not possible um so it was quite gr- now looking back i was i'm quite grateful for covid it yeah. it gave me um the first year was it was a write off but from 2021 um yeah i i i felt had the reward of like not traveling. So my body felt much better. I wasn't, you know,
1: oh, well. hey, I, I know what you, I know what you feel because you're not traveling anymore. So you don't have any jet lags. You don't have to worry about sleeping too little, uh, eating on, unhealthy. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, well, I spent a lot of 2020 eating really drunk food and, um, but you know what, when 21 came around, I, I used New Year to really change my life. And, mm-hmm. um, it came at the right time, I, so I planned a trip to Ibiza and I thought I'm going
1: to pack up. So okay. there was a turnaround point. Yeah, absolutely. Beginning of 2021 and you yeah. were like, okay, this the rest of our life starts now. Yeah, ab- absolutely. That sounds so cheesy. But, it it is. That's, but that's it, it. Is. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's it. Um, so I went to Ibiza uh, in March, uh, sorry, in April. I actually went the weekend Change the World came out. So it was time to change my life the same weekend as Change <laughs> the World came out. And uh, April 24th. Uh, and uh, yeah, spent just over a month there and was just, no distractions, real focus, but on myself as well. Um, and I just spent every every hour in the studio and uh, left Ibiza with a a demo of the album. Um, so that was really exciting. So all of a sudden, I had this platform um, and this feeling of okay, this is this this feels way better than last year. And yeah. um, but even at that time, we weren't touring. There was no clubs still. So I still. I guess the inspiration came from things I knew were that were, could stand the test of time, and that and they were records that I got that I that made me fall in love with trance because yeah. 20 years on, they still sound so good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's this al- The album is is me. Um, Was and that also one story. of the reasons
1: that the inspiration hit you when you were in a Ibiza, that you were, let's say, back to your early 20s in amnesia? You know those those kind of triggers that you have in your mind that you're like, oh, these these memories are coming up right now because of those moments that you experienced in Ibiza. Yeah, for
0: sure. Like be, just being in Ibiza was so inspirational, and you know, it was. I was seeing Ibiza in a way that I'd never seen it before. It was quiet. There was hardly any. Is it was in the middle of lockdowns? What it was? It, it was yeah. It was. You still had to wear a mask outside. Yeah. Um, different times. Different different times. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, just being there gave me a lot of inspiration and a lot of energy and I needed that. And I just think it all kind of came at this, all at the right time. Um, and I'm super happy with the album and I wouldn't change anything on it. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I'm probably going to go back to Ibiza to write another album. Is um,
1: I'm just looking at the track list of Rest of Our Lives. And um, what I noticed when the first listen that I have was, especially what you said earlier, is a Nostalgia. Like, of course, there's a track on there called Nostalgia, but also Extravaganza. And, um, yeah, I guess Follow the King is also a record that, you know, it feels like a record from 2004 or 2005, Just produced better. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Because production has changed. For sure. And also, you did a good job. But but I was just wondering about this one, um, Levana a la Playa. Levami a la Playa. Yeah, tell me about that one, because that's a little bit different than what you normally do.
0: Yeah, so... um... Um, towards the end of my stay in Ibiza, I mm, had some days where I just had nothing to do. Like I kind of completed my objectives and um, I, had, I had this amazing place that looked over Sunset Strip. My, my neighbor was Café Del Mar and just to look over, look out to the ocean just gave so much energy. And, you know, Ibiza is like the Balearic Islands. yeah. So I wanted to write something that was Balearic. Um, so I wrote the composition on piano and pretty much kind of had the whole track more or less kind of done um before I came home and then I hooked up with a great guitarist um uh, who who took my vision and then was uh yeah and then then played it and we we look if it's Balearic it has to be a guitar 100 yeah, it can't yeah. be a piano yeah. um and Bram did a fantastic job and um yeah it's it rem- that record reminds me the most of Ibiza. And the idea was if you're you're going for a run or you're going for a drive along the coast and you're playing that record, you know, you see the beach. That was, the, that was what I was thinking the whole time. And I need to do a trance mix of that,
1: actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming. Well, I guess the feeling is uh, you you definitely nailed it there because that's a feeling that I had when I was listening to it. It was good job. And then, of course, there's a couple of uh, big tunes on there with, uh, with vocalists, uh, of course, Plum. Yeah. yeah, finally made a tune with her, and I mean, it has been a big success on Beatport already. I think it's going to be really high in the state of trance top fifty this year. How how did the collab- collaboration come about?
0: Um, so yeah, like I said earlier, we uh, wrote um, "Same Sky, Same Stars" and "The Rest of Our Lives" in back to back studio sessions. Uh, it was on a Wednesday and Thursday. "Same Sky" was written on the Wednesday. Thursday was we wrote "Rest of Our Lives." Um, it was like ninety percent complete and. The idea was always to find a voice for it. Yeah. And yeah, if it's not obvious to everyone, I'm not sure, but this, uh, Z- The City Sleeps Tonight, Zoe Lowe, who yeah. performed on The City Sleeps Tonight, she sang Rest of Our Lives. It
1: feels like a follow-up almost.
0: Yeah, it is. And yeah. I always had that in my mind that she was going to sing the follow-up. Yeah. Um. But with Plum, we, sent, we, we reached out to her and we sent her the song and she really loved it. She had a couple of changes that she wanted to make and... Mm-hmm. The changes made sense and she delivered a fantastic vocal. So then it was now back to me to then deliver uh, a production that was, you know, that was as good as her vocal. Um, No pressure. Yeah. no pressure because (laughs) she's amazing. Um, But also I, I didn't anticipate the response from same sky, same stars. Um, um, Of course, I love all the tracks on there, but yeah, I just didn't think, I I don't know. I, I, Listen, this album was for me. I wrote this album for me. This is uh, the most truest sound of I don't know. In the in the past, like you, you know what it's like
1: when you yeah, to- try to please people. When, with, yeah, exactly your when mate, you're
0: yeah. touring, I, I want my fans to be happy. I want the dance floors to react. And you know, you write music, or I write music, produce music with that in my mind. But this one, this was just a, a selfish album. Yeah. Um. So I didn't really expect or I didn't, I didn't anticipate any reaction, um, but I'm so happy um, that people really loved it. And I hear that a lot, you know, that same sky, same stars is gonna be up there uh, rest of our lives, the tune of the year, you know. Listen, if it achieves
1: those things, then that's all a bonus. The funny thing is that during the lockdowns, you were playing long sets on Twitch as well. And I remember that uh, Rest of Our Lives was one of those tunes in there that people are, you are already playing these Mm. in these sets and it has been a hype ever since the moment. Yeah, from the first time I played Rest of Our Lives. So people already have memories with it without even being released, even though there was no dance floors.
0: Yeah, I, I, I was playing in the back, in the Back end of the summer last year, when when we started to play shows again, Creamfields, Glasgow, Ministry of Sound, these places, I had people were on the dance floor singing the "Rest of You're Our like, Lives." How is this possible? How do you, you don't <laughs> even know the title of this track? It's not yet, even done yet. Yeah, you know every lyric, and yeah, like it's not a master. It's just a demo version that I have. Um, but yeah, I think those little things gave me the energy to uh, to to, to and, and confidence to complete and to to finish the album and just know that I'm doing something doing something right, because it was a very different production process this time around. Um, Not so much how I made the music, but you try and visualise it, how it's going to work on a dance floor. But when you've got no dance floors- You can't visualise it. You can't visualise it. So all the demos I was going through, usually I'd have like, you know, Demo One, I don't know, Ministry of Sounds. Yeah, it always
1: Uh, says the name uh, of the club you Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And that worked well. And then, I don't know, Creamfields or so on. And I, I, I had that for a few of them, but largely it was just- if it sounds good and and it sounds right, then 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 it's going to be finished. Yeah. But yeah, I this I think this was the longest that I had IDs before they came out, and I just I do wish that we had the dance floors to be able to play that for play these records for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but now hopefully now
1: we can now enjoy them on the dance floors now. Oh yeah, hundred percent. There's one more tune that I want to point out on this album is uh, "Take Me Away." with uh, Benjamin Duchenne from Israel. Yeah. What can you tell about that one? Because oh. I checked his Instagram. Yeah, well, you tell the story. Yeah, um he has a uh,
0: he's he's he has a disability and uh he has no use uh, in he can't use his ha- his hands. So, um he uses Cubase um by um he sets up this. I'm not ex- exactly sure how he does it because it's pretty groundbreaking stuff. Yeah. But he sets the mouse up on his chin and he's able to move, th- move the mouse around using his chin. And um, it was like when he sent me this melody, I I was blown away by the melody anyway. Yeah. And then when I heard his story, I was just like, you know, this guy is such an inspiration. Um, and it was a, it was an honour to work with him, to be honest. Um, very professional and he's since sent me melody which has completely blown my blow me away so So take take me away um yeah i really hope so um i really hope so he deserves the platform he deserves to be heard his story is amazing and
1: go check him out um but most of all the music is really good and because that's what matters in the end like the story can be brilliant but the music is yeah most important of, of everything
0: the composition was the, the compositions of all of the music uh, uh, uh from uh, for, for every record on the album were, were the most important and i had all the melodies written um before i produced anything mm-hmm. um so i wanted the vibe you know i wanted the vibe to be the same throughout the album consistency um but yeah uh, you know um
1: that melody in particular is is brilliant awesome well i have a couple of uh, questions from uh, from our listeners as well uh, Elena69Luca wants to know, what is your favorite track from the album and why? Oof. I've spent so much time with these
0: records. Um, You're sick of them. I love them. No, I don't. <laughs> I absolutely love them. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. Um, um, I, it, it's so hard to pick one. But, you know, if I had to, I think Rest of Our Lives is uh, it is, is a record that um, I connect with on a far deeper level than, than the others. Maybe from more of a personal um, You're also
1: f- involved in the sing- songwriting about that part, uh, yeah. about the, in, in that track, because there's it's a very personal track.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, I wrote, um, I co-wrote uh, uh, "Rest of Our Lives" and "Same Sky, Same Stars" with Roxanne Emery. You know, she's been a long-time co-writer of mine with uh, "For Stay" and "Dancing in the Rain" and "The City Sleeps Tonight." Um, but yeah, I think "Rest of Our Lives" because of the deep meaning that uh, the deep connection that I have with it, but you know, they're all, a title track, they're all my favorites.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Political answer. Uh, Dreamy Dawn says, how long does it take you in general to produce a hit record like you do? Well, first of all,
0: I don't think that hit records. It's very difficult to, What is um, a hit? yeah. What is a hit record? Um, you know, okay. Look, my production process is split into three parts. Um, uh, composition, creative and completion. Um, Like I said uh, earlier on, the melodies are the most important part, like you said. And so getting that right at the beginning is is key to being able to move on to the next uh, stage of the process, which is less creative. Mm -hmm. And that's when I take the melody and turn it into a demo. Um, And then the completion is obviously turning the demo into a complete master. Um, But there is no real time. Um, Sometimes it happens fast. Sometimes it... (laughs) Sometimes you you hit your head against the wall, um, but the melody once the melody is right, then the creative can take the longest time. I think the, yeah, creative takes the, the longest, but you know the completion you should. Re- I kind of know how it's gonna sound yeah. by the by the time I've done the demo. So then it's just finishing it off. Yeah,
1: I'm looking also at Ferry. Ferry course is sitting here on the couch listening to music. He doesn't hear me, so that's fine. But in general, when when he produces music, he dedicates to sound really fast. Is that something that you can also tell someone like Dreamy Dawn Music here, like this is what you need to do to just make sure that you finish it.
0: Um, I'm, I guess I'm a bit of a um, commitment phobe, so I, I find it difficult rendering to audio. That's the
1: opposite of fairy.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. Because once it's well, once it's in audio, the, the, then it's done. Yeah, and oh, I know you could do it, and then save the save the uh, the channel, or you hide the channel so you could always come back to yeah. it. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think there's any right or wrong way. That's true. To be honest, like there are. You know, it doesn't matter. Some people like starting with the beats. Some people like starting with the uh, the bassline. Um, I just prefer starting with the melody. That gives me a, a much um, wider view of how the record's going to sound. Yeah. Um. But whatever way works for you, there really is no right and wrong way. As long as it sounds good at the end, it doesn't matter how you get there.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's about the dish, not the way you make it. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know how. Uh, the next question actually is from Celia, and she's here in the studio. Welcome. Uh, please share us the question that you have for Ben.
0: Uh, so my first uh, question is, uh, what's your ultimate dream about your music? Uh, maybe uh, the dream collaborations? Well, you know what? That's a good question. As he's in the room, it's question. as he's in the
1: room, I'm going to say my Ferry, dream Ferry.
0: collaboration might be with Ferry Corsten.
1: Ferry, can, can you join us on the microphone for two yeah. seconds? I love it. A Ferry, Ferry's in the <laughs> studio preparing his, yeah. uh, his radio show, Resonation. And uh, he had no idea that we were talking about him for a couple of minutes already. So, <laughs> okay, no, now I was, only uh... say good things. I <laughs> <laughs> no, did. So once no. again, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, Celia, Celia was asking more. You can ask Ferrell. Uh, my question for Ben
0: is, uh, what's your ultimate dream about your music? Maybe uh, your dream
1: collaborations. So, well,
0: yeah, I think writing a track with Ferry would be uh, would be incredible. That we have a little bit of history outside <laughs> of kind of music, anyway. Um, and come on, the guy is like, what kind of history like a Pioneer. I'm kind of curious right now. <laughs> don't open any boxes that we <laughs> don't want to be open, right? <laughs> I don't know. I could say I could say all of it. Yeah, really? Do you mind? Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay, well, there you go.
0: Well, yeah, so I, I was, um, yeah, my dad booked Ferry to play in London, um, way back when, I don't know. It's when actually was
1: actually the first one to book it me was, in yeah, London, yeah. it was yeah. the
0: first, your, your your first UK performance, and, um, yeah, I met him, I was 16, 17, trying to get into, like, you know, I wanted to be a producer and, and a DJ, and I remember vividly, I said to my dad, like, Dad, listen, you've got to ask Ferry, how does he create? What I know now as a super sword, but back then I didn't know what it was. And he did. He emailed uh, Leah, and Leah came back and said, "And the answer was just detune. You just got to detune it." <laughs> and that then completely changed the way that I produced music because once I realised that, oh, okay, you detune it and then you get the width and eight voices. I was like, okay, that was that was a real game changer for me. Mm, nice. Do You still yeah. remember See, this, yeah. Ferry?
1: I do. Yeah. yeah? yeah no, do. you don't. I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. do, do, do do definitely. Definitely. Yeah. This was an 18 1843 yeah, long maybe, time maybe ago. I put it in my head like a while ago when, you, when we talked
0: about it. But yeah. but I do remember first time meeting you is when I played the 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 gallery I think it was. You know. Turnmills. Turnmills, Turnmills yeah. yeah. Uh
1: and here's this boy standing behind me, you know. <laughs> 12 years old. Yeah, was like <laughs> twelve. Geek, <laughs> <geeking> out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so,
0: you know, it's like oh yeah, I'm Ben, you know. Like I, I'm uh, I'm Graham's son. Oh You know, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, What the F? You want the F? (laughs) Hey, there you go. Yeah, there (laughs) you go. (laughs) Subtle, subtle. I like it. Yeah, (laughs) awesome. That's a good story. Yeah, Yeah, that's fun, man. We go way way back. Yeah, yeah. So I think Ferry would be a dream collaboration for anyone. And you know, he's you're you're a pioneer. You're responsible for so much. So um, that's the answer to your question. Nice. Are we going to try and get him to sign it now? We're going to lock him in yeah. now.
1: Yeah. Let's get. A I contract. don't. I don't want to
0: put too much pressure on him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. We'll see. <laughs> so I'm glad I uh, could be of any
0: assistance in this. Uh, in this. Uh, You're welcome. Nice welcome. Yet, yeah. You. You
1: were locked into your computer. <laughs> just Absolutely. Listening to yeah. Some yeah, music. yeah. Well, do you yeah, have any questions also in. for Ferry, maybe? Or no. No. Thank you. No, Kevin. <laughs> I don't want to ask. <laughs> yeah, no. No, yeah, no. Forget about it. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you for jumping in, the Ferry. Well, that's going to happen then. Collaboration between you two guys. It's on air right now. Yeah. Right there. There's no more turning
0: back. <laughs> well, oh, there sorry. we go. It's, it's, it's been, uh, it's been, it's now on the internet, so it's never going to be deleted. And if it's on the internet, it's true. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, everything exactly. True. True.
1: All right, let's jump into uh, the next question from Melody Vittorio. What is the motivation behind Rest of Our Lives? Well, you already told it.
0: Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, it, I needed a focus, you know. 2020 was, uh, was a difficult, challenging year and, um, and yeah, I just needed a focus. I... And so I set out to write an album, an
1: artist album. That so was so it was a, a dot on the horizon, and there was the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, yeah um, I know I wanted to write something which was personal and um, something that I could that I could really put my heart and soul into, um, um, and just be kind of natural. I think at the end of 2020, I had I found this new found sense of freedom in the studio. And uh, whether that was because of a break of not producing, although I streamed a lot, but I also think the streaming helped
1: with- Because you discovered a lot of new music that you normally wouldn't listen to.
0: And also the other way around. I remembered music that I maybe forgotten about. Uh, uh, uh. I did this, I did 24 hours of trans classics, uh, spread out uh, over three mixes, eight hours each. And yeah, I found some records in there that were, or I remembered records that- I completely forgot about, and yeah, I think they that really contributed towards the inspiration for the album. Um But yeah, ma- mostly it was it was the melodies. I just found this naturalness playing the piano, and it was the the melodies were easy to write, and, and the <laughs> to rest... produce them they were hard. But it was easy to write. It just felt so natural. That's and, awesome. yeah.
1: Uh, You did an open to close in Canada. Can we expect more of those maybe in Europe? It's a question by Don Ross. I hope so. Listen, I love playing
0: those kind of sets. Um, um, I love playing one hours, not so much, but I enjoy playing the one hour sets, but I really love playing longer sets. Storytelling. Um, Storytelling gives you an opportunity to really showcase your DJing, um, yeah, talent ability, but also just the enjoyment that you get from... um, From seeing a room fill up and then you keeping it full right to the end and the journey that you go on with the crowds and listen, preparation is so important for these sets, but I think if you are able to be flexible um, and just go with the crowd, then you're going to create something that is totally new and unplanned and you experience something together. And there's, there's beauty in that. There's real, I get it. I, I just it it's exciting. It's it's really fun. So I would love to play open to close sets as often as
1: I can. Um, so hopefully,
0: Ross. Hopefully,
1: hopefully, yeah. There's promoters just need to dare to put up something like that.
0: But you know what? Like as much as it's fun to play like those the big arenas and the and the big shows, um, playing the intimate small shows where it's Are just a du- like something. low ceiling, sweaty yeah. club. Everyone is like right in front of you. No over the top May-
1: production. It's about the no, music. S- no
0: C O two, no LED screens. Maybe maybe that's even better than than than, than the big glitzy festival shows. They have, their pros they have their pros and cons for sure. Absolutely. But um yeah, listen, I would love to play open to close more often. And yeah, you're right. It's the promoters that need to to go out on a limb and um, and believe in what you're doing. But it's 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 just difficult.
1: Yeah, isn't it? And uh, Ross had uh, the last question of today. So, what is next after the album release? What are you going to do now? I'm going on holiday. <laughs> 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 That's it. Yeah, no. Um, well, I am actually. I'm
0: going to ta- take some time off, um, and then yeah, get 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 back in the studio. Um, I believe. Um, well, Ade's coming up, and mm-hmm. I would love to bring something fresh to Ade. So now it's about getting back in the studio and. Um, yeah, writing something which is fresh and just keep on pushing forward, you know.
1: One last question that I have for myself. Because you uh, created a techno mix of your State of Trance anthem. Mm. What's going to happen with that? I'm in a state of techno. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, because been played it at Ultra. You've been playing yeah. it in my sets, to be honest. I've been playing it in my sets. Yeah. So that's why I want to <laughs> know. Is it going to be out? or? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's going to come out. Um, it stays like a set weapon.
0: For now... For yeah. now, I, I think, yeah, like I said earlier on, not ha- you know having all the album tracks as ID with no with no clubs, kind of sucked a little bit. Where now I want to <laughs> have some IDs, and now the clubs are opening again. Yeah. Um. But you, I made you know I made it for fun. Um. And I think that's a, a lesson that I learned from rest of our lives is that have the you can still have a lot of fun in the studio. Um. Uh, maybe pre COVID, when you're juggling tour life with studio schedule. Forcing stuff on yeah, dance Yeah, you have to be creative in that moment. And because if you don't, you're not going to have another another two weeks without in the studio. You've got a release coming up. You've got to deliver, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I learned to have fun again in the studio. And yeah, I, I think that's how I'm in a state of techno <laughs> came around um, was just by having fun. Um, but yeah, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the listeners need to tell me or tell us yeah. what
1: they think. Yeah, well, I, th- I think uh, that's a, it's a good way to, uh, to, to call off this album because having more fun in the studio, that's, thats I mean, that's something that everybody wants to achieve. Every producer wants to achieve that. And I think before COVID, a lot of people forgot about this. Sitting inside of the studio, just forcing yourself to make music. And this album really shows that you were having fun in the studio.
0: I just, yeah, I, I enjoyed every moment of it. And uh, the, 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 the hard bits as well, because it wasn't all straightforward. Uh, in fact, None of it was really
1: straightforward. Um, Every track has a has a story,
0: hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has its all. It has its obstacles, but there's something sweet and uh, satisfying about overcoming an obstacle uh, in production or, or or in anything actually. But uh, in productions, especially when you're trying to get that drop right and it's just mm-hmm. not quite clicking. But when it does click, and you know it, and and you know, okay, that's that's it. Um, there's a nice satisfying feeling about yeah. that. And yeah, I had that with all with all of these tracks. Um, so yeah um, but
1: I had a lot of fun along the way as well well thank you so much for uh, for answering all these questions once again Rest of Our Lives it's out now congratulations on the album I know I've seen you work so hard on this so I'm uh, proud of you buddy oh, uh, alright so that's it for this podcast once again check out Rest of Our Lives Ben Gold the new album is out now next time we're going to be back with a new podcast with special guest C Systems. see you then bye bye thanks for tuning in to
0: check full episodes of A State of Trance for free, free. Simply visit ArminRadio.com.
1: A, a, a state of trance returns next week.